Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's one of the topics that we've talked about here. Um, you know, being con- I think that, you know, the last couple of years, because we've had kind of this mix of, of young guys who are learning from these veteran right, guys. You know, right. you look at the defense tackle position, learning from Fletch and Hargrave, and then, you know, looking at the O-line and learning from Kelsey and, and Lane. And then you get to kind of, you, like, you got a guy like Cam Jurgens yeah. who obviously played uh, this year. And so maybe you have that flexibility when you don't have all these high-priced players. But certainly as you look at, at some of the guys coming up, as you look at some of the guys that we've paid – you know, you probably don't have that flexibility yeah, as much. And, right. and I think there's something exciting about it. Well, he's yeah, speaking your language. No. He's speaking your language. About, man. Howie, that's how you become a good GM, man. You got to draft better. And you got to let these young guys play, man. You got to let these young guys play. Well, I think you have to win to be a great well, GM. Well, that, that too. It, well, it, it kind of, they all go hand in hand. I think we're getting caught up in the semantics here, kind of like when we talk about, you know, World Series instead of the like winning in the division, all the stuff. Yeah, I just, like, I just think with with Howie, it's a line. He is a great GM. He just does it a different way than other. Well, he goes great out GMs. and get other people's girlfriends. Yeah, who cares? Wins or wins, players or players. I mean, yeah. you, you were someone else's girlfriend. Yeah, but I, yeah, I was. It's a weird way to say it. <laughs> yeah, it is. I just went off of your analogy. <laughs> but you were, you were the Jets girlfriend, yeah, the and then Jets you became a great eagle. But that was a, that was a mistake. That's a mistake. Well, sometimes you got to take advantage of the people's you mistakes. Take it, yeah, you definitely do. But that, Hugh, that did go to your point. It sounds like this is a couple times now he's hit this note. It sounds like they're preparing to play more of these younger guys. Because, see, for me, it's it's this. It goes to culture and, you know, the core values. And <laughs> I know that that's been the trigger word for this week. But part of the reason why this culture is the way that it is is because you have a lot of higher guns on this team, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. And I think that when you talk about changing – the, the the chemistry of this locker room and things of that nature, then that goes with changing some of the philosophies of some of the individuals that you have on the squad. Because mm. I think, you know, we used to call them locker room lawyers. My coach in, in college used to call them locker room lawyers. Guys that get in the locker room and they talk about what they ain't going to do. And it, who's the, who was the famous cut when they asked him for who, for what? Was that Ricky Waters yes, that was yes, here? Yes. Yeah, for who, for what? 
It's a little bit of guys that are around here doing that. When you talk about, to me, changing this defensive philosophy, it starts with being able to tackle, number one. That would be nice. Yeah, like, I'll, like, I'll like And I'm that. not even trying to be funny, but it starts with tackling. And we've seen on multiple occasions certain individuals that don't want to do that. So how do we fix that? Yeah, you can go out in free agency and, and get some guys, and you're probably going to have to le- – like, listen, I'm not a dummy. I know that you're going to have to go out in free agency and get some guys to help fill out this roster and, 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 and make this team better. But for the most part, you have young guys on here, on this team, that have shown flashes of potentially being what you're asking for. And you're not going to be able to fix everything and, and, and upgrade tremendously at every position, but you can get some guys that could potentially be serviceable and at least do what you ask them to do in coverage or in, in you know, the scheme or whatever it is. So I, I understand that. But initially, to change the way that this defensive philosophy is going, you got to get guys that are going to buy into what you're selling. Well, that's always important for anything. 215-592-949. For back to the phone lines here, lots to react to. Kelsey, should the Eagles put a hard deadline on his decision here? And, of course, the Phillies. I, I think it's noteworthy how much they're talking about winning the World Series in February. I love it. It's my favorite thing going on in Philadelphia sports right oh. now. Kyle is, is a worried war about this. And I think this is awesome. The, the Phillies are focused on the prize here. Do you like it or not? Ken and Cinnamon. So what's up, Ken? Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today? Hey, Ken. What's on your mind? I, I don't normally do caller on caller, but I, I feel measurably dumber listening to Andy and Chris back-to-back. Uh, you know, <laughs> You and, and Barrett did a good job of taking care of Andy, so I'm not really going to go down that road. Chris, Chris made a mention of he wonders if the viewers uh, agree with him. Chris sounds like the kind of guy that watches radio. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 first of all, Kyle's right. The, dial, the dollar dog nights have nothing to do with money. The dollar dog nights are ending, and this has been coming for a long time because people don't know how to act in public simply because they paid a dollar for a freaking hot dog, okay? To yeah, there, Ken, there have been too many of those to the last couple of years where it just seems like it gets out of hand. And I get it. Like, if you, I have two young kids. Like, if I were at a dollar dog night, I wouldn't want them seeing hot dogs fly around. Like, that's I wouldn't want to be part of that. And, you know, I was a season ticket holder during the McCannon years, you know, um, the, the, the Ryan Sandberg years, and those dollar dog nights got ugly. Like, you know, pack up and leave. You know, or bring a hard hat. It was bad. Um, Jason Kelsey, uh, it's entirely possible, maybe even likely, that Jason Kelsey is having conversations with the Philadelphia Eagles that neither Jason Kelsey nor the Philadelphia Eagles feel the need to share with Chris from Middletown. And, you know, the, the future of the Eagles' offensive line is not dependent upon when Chris from Middletown knows what Jason Kelsey's going to do. <laughs> you know, I, I feel entirely... I feel entirely comfortable that, that at, to the extent that Jason Kelsey knows what he's going to do, so do the Eagles. The, the, the last thing that Jason Kelsey is going to do is screw this franchise, and he is probably the best Eagle in the history of the franchise. Yes, I just said that. Better than B-Doc, better than Chuck Bednarik. He is probably the best Eagle in the history of the franchise. And if he wants... If he wants to take all the time that, that the Eagles are willing to allot him to make sure that his decision is the right one, he deserves it, 
and he gets it. And at, at the end of the day, I'm quite sure Rhea's right. The, the Eagles aren't going to be taken by surprise. He's not going to come out of left field like, whoa, we never saw that coming. So, you know, it's just like I understand it's 24-hour sports radio, and, and you got to talk about something when there's not necessarily a whole lot to talk about. But I, I think the last thing there is to worry about is, is whether or not the Eagles are going to be left unprepared for the retirement of Jason Kelly. So I agree with you on that. They're not, And they're already prepared, Ken. And it's a good phone call, Ken, and we appreciate it. So I, I don't think the Eagles are going to be unprepared. They've already taken two other centers recently. But is it fair to point out that Kelsey has not really known what he's doing for years? Why did no, they, it's, it's fair to point why out. Why did they take Dickerson and Jurgens? Let's be real. The Eagles thought he may have retired a year or two ago. He's been on the fence now for a while. Now, no one minds because he comes back and he plays at a super high level. But like this isn't the first time we've done this rodeo. And I don't, yeah. th- I don't think he would intentionally, n- n- zero part of me believes he would intentionally set the Eagles back, but there is a chance he doesn't know what he wants to do right now, and yeah. that's okay. And I'm pretty sure that that his wife's input is very important of to him. Of course, and and I know that they're probably you know figuring it out. This, I, I think, to your point, this is something that is not going to be dragged out. And again, I feel like being in the position that he's in, he's he's deserved that because there's a lot of cats, Joe, that don't get this to be wishy washy. They just get kicked out. You just gone. Yeah. Bye. Leave. I also think deadlines spur action. Deadlines do not have to be mean. They spur action. Like, if you're on the fence about something and someone says to you, I got to know by this date, well, then you force yourself to make a decision. But I think that with Kelsey, knowing the situation with the Eagles that the Eagles are in, he has a date. He's just he's probably just milking this. Like I said, he's probably milking it for all the publicity that he's getting. And the fact that you knew more about this situation when he walked off the field that game after Tampa than we do now is kind of telling. Because I think I think this is all, you know, window dressing for potentially his his next his next career move. Yeah, I think my gut still tells me he's going to retire, but I, I do think he's a little bit undecided. The fact that he says he's still working out, why are you working out? If you know you're out, what are you working out for? I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. It sounds like he's still leaving the door open in his own mind. I mean, hell, I still work out. Yeah, but I, no, I but there's a that, difference. Like, that's a difference. But still, I, I know what you're saying, but hell, it's, it's one of those things that, He's not that far removed from it, and it's like a routine. It's like a pattern, Joe, like football players follow. Because, to be honest, after I retired, I still worked out like I was getting ready to play somewhere. How long did, that, how yeah, long did about, it tell you about stopped? About a year. A year? A year, and then it started to, you know, when, when you started to notice, you go through a phase where you start to notice that you can't do some of the things that you used to do. Mm. Like one of the things that I used to do is like when I got on a treadmill, I used to try to run like I was getting ready for a season. But after a while – it started not to be like that, and then it just turned into a brisk walk. <laughs> Is that where you're at now? <laughs> yeah, I'm at, I'm at brisk walk okay. stage now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you still have that desire to to be a part of it. Because even now, like during the playoffs, I still get somewhat excited about the season. I get excited when the, when the season's about to start. And it, and it kind of changes your, your, your workouts a little bit. But, yeah, he's, he's still in it because he can still play. So I'm pretty sure that's, that's probably going to be a hard pill for him to swallow. And I'll tell you this, too. If he decides not to play, he's gonna go through that phase where he might call. He might come to practice. He might come sit in on meetings if he's here, and and get that itch. And they're gonna be looking at him. And he's gonna be watching guys go to practice, and you might hear him, you know, talk about he miss it or whatever. 
But, you know, you got to get over that. You'll get over it. You'll be all right. Our Twitter question sponsored by the P.I. Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet. You learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Do you like how much the Phillies are talking about the World Series in February? 59% early in this poll on the right side of this thing. Yes, they love it. Bear is up next. What's up, Bear? Hey, what's happening, guys? Hey, what's up, Bear? Bear. What's up, buddy? Man, I'll tell you what, Hughes moving them goalposts so much today on those core values. I thought you were getting ready to run for office. Hey, man, listen. I, I'm Politician a, they, Douglas they, over here. They haven't set in yet, and we're still in a phase where we can move them around a little bit. The so, goalposts so, or yeah, the, core the core values? <laughs> they, are, they, they are subject to shuffle. <laughs> we can shuffle yeah. them. I know I'm being a little soft, though, Kelsey. It's just that the way the way that Joe brought this he brought this up, man, it's just – it feels like he's being just a little bit too aggressive with the man. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, that's wonderful. He could be a Hall of Famer no matter what I say. He's got to give the, he got to give the Eagles a decision here, Bear. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I had a quick Phillies rant, and then I'll talk some more Kelsey with you. Go ahead. Um, on the Dollar Dog Night, my nephew is in a string band, and his captain works in the offices. And basically what they were saying is the same thing you guys are saying. People were getting too out of hand. That's why they were cutting back on the Dollar Dog Nights. But – being down here, I went out to see him play the Yanks uh, opening day out there in Clearwater and was in line with a few people who got those button downs from the day before going to see the, the, the Blue Jays game. They were shocked, and I was shocked. Phillies didn't do a damn thing. I mean, not a bumper sticker and not nothing. So you, you combine that, and it seems like they're kind of cheaping out on the fans a little bit. I mean, I'm down here. I don't mind. But there's people that came down from up there to follow this team, go out there, and you don't even give them a damn bumper sticker or nothing. You know, it seems like they're just cheaping out a little bit on the fans. And if we were a mediocre team, that's one thing. But this is a World Series caliber team, mm. man, and it was just a little surprising. But anyway, I'll Yeah, but before, before you go on, Barrett, I do wonder, um, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, the Phillies probably needed Dollar Dog Night, right, to fill the park, you know, what, three or four or five times a year because the team stunk. They don't need it. Yeah. My my guess is they don't need it as much as they used to because they're a great team, a really good team, right? They're the filling the park. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Yep. That, that's true. Yeah, and the Yankees are a big draw. I mean, yep. it was a sellout, they said. So, I mean, I, I get that. But um, moving on to, to Kelsey, I watched it, rewatched the documentary again. And the toll and everything that it's taken on his body, I wanted to ask you what he thinks as a former player. Do you think that he thinks that he might be on the verge of losing a step? And, I mean, he's a god in this town right now. And if he comes back for another year and he's a little off or they don't make it that far and all that, that kind of diminishes him a little bit in everybody's eyes. Do you think that that's weighing heavy on his decision right now? It might, it might be. I, I don't know because, like, listen, you're, you're only as good as your last game. And, and if he, I don't think he's too much worried about diminishing his legacy. I mean, it, that, you might be right on that, though, too. It, it's, one of those, it's a hard thing to, to kind of imagine. Because for me personally, I've never been in that situation. Because when right. I, I, I mean, was done, I was done, and I was cooked. So for yeah, him, it I might mean, be one of those things that, that, that might be weighing heavy on him. Yeah, it, it's one of them things I was bouncing back and forth. Because like you said, I mean, he is the best at what he does. I know some other callers are arguing that. I still think he's the best at his position. And he has a chance basically to pull a Barry Sanders, man, and go out on the top of his game, and that's how he'll always be remembered. Or he and, could be and, Michael Jordan. Right, because Michael Jordan wasn't that great towards his end, but I, I don't right. think like for me, I look at it like this, and and the way that he plays, if his fault, like it's not like he's gonna forget to play the center position. Now he might not grade out as high as he has in the last couple of years, 
But I still think that he has enough in the tank that he would still be one of the considered one of the better centers in the game. Oh, I would agree with that. And Bear, good phone call. I agree with that. I mean, I I, I think you know he, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's like I don't think I don't think with the way that he plays that his game will fall off so much that we would be sitting here talking about dog. You know, Jason Kelsey just looks cooked. I don't think yeah. I don't think that would be the oh, case. I doubt that unless injury. Yeah, right. Unless yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, yeah. But as far no, I don't think so. Yeah, this is one of those. It's a weird one where usually if a player's older, it's a, we're debating their ability. Is it worth it? Is, no one's debating the ability. Is he worth money? All that kind of stuff. I, it's just about the Eagles got a plan for life without him, and if they don't know it, it affects their planning. And that that's the bottom line. I mean, if I'm Howie Roseman, I give him one more week. I say, all right, I got a plan. Am, am I going after a guard in free agency because we're moving Jurgens over? Do I use that money on defense? Obviously, the combine's going on right now. They can spend more time with interior offensive linemen if they think they need one. Let's go to um, let's go to Jeremy here in North Philly. What's up, Jeremy? What's going on, Joe? Jeremy, what's up, buddy? So, I got to be honest with you, Joe. I, like the talk about Jason Kelsey giving him a deadline is like borderline blasphemy. What? The guy is as close. The guy, first of all, the guy is as close to Jesus Christ as Philadelphia has ever seen. Second mm. of all, second of all. If he called 31 teams in week two of the season and said, I'll play for you for $15 million, he would get 31 offers. Well, he wouldn't because 31 teams wouldn't have $15 million in cap room in the second week of the season. But all right. <laughs> but, okay, so. So, Jeremy, let me ask you this because you obviously want to give him as much time as possible. So what would you do if you were the Eagles – when you get to free agency, are you signing an offensive lineman to play guard, or are you just going to say, let's just cross our fingers that Jason Kelsey comes back? I mean, we just drafted two offense. Like, we got two, three starters to spare on the offensive line. Jack well, Driscoll. Jack Driscoll. No, Jack, Trisco, Jack Driscoll. Jack Driscoll is a, a borderline NFL player. I'm not player. telling you he's a star. I'm telling you he's a starter. In yeah, but the he's NFL. not. He's not a starter in the NFL, Jeremy. He's not. I mean, you, you could do that, but you're going to be significantly worse. Every time that guy plays, he's a borderline player. So, yeah, you, so it just seems like I, you – let me get – I just want to get it – I want to be sure on the same page. You like Kelsey so much, he just decides he how just, this goes. Basically, he just don't want you fooling with Jesus Christ. I mean, yes. Like, I don't know how else to say So it. let me – I'll because throw one I, more – Jeremy, I'll throw one more at you. Let's say sure. there is a safety out there that costs $15 million. Do you get that player or do you save that cap room for Kelsey when he decides he wants to play? I mean, we – like I would hope that Howie Roseman can make it work and get both of them. No, but, but but let's say you have fifteen million left over. Are you not getting the safety so you can wait for Kelsey to say yes? All right. If you're asking if I'm choosing between a safety or the best player in Eagles history, that's still the number one player at his position. I'm going with Kelsey. But you're not. You're going for the hope. So, Jeremy, I just want to make it clear. Your scenario, you're going to sit there and cross your fingers and not make the team better because you hope he comes back. This is why you need a deadline. I mean, I, like, what I took out of what he said on the David Spade show or whatever was that he's coming back. Like, I, it would be nice if he would tell us that he's coming back, but the guy wouldn't be working out and, like... I think Jeremy, you might air. be right. Uh, Jeremy, I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I mean, you, you might be right. Jeremy, it's a good phone call, and I, I, I think it's, I think you could be. He could be right on that. Kelsey it still, it could still be coming be back. It still, it still potentially is up in there. Uh, but I, I think there's probably an element of, uh, you know, mystery that's going on with this as well. 
because of the 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 way everything went down because everybody was for certain at the end of that Tampa game mm-hmm. that he was done. Well, the report was he told his teammates he yeah, was done. He told them he was done. And I think that somewhere along the line he said, no, just hold, hold it for a little while. You know, just 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 milk it, I guess, for as much as you possibly can. But why? For I guess for for – Television, podcast, who knows? I don't. I don't understand that. Yeah, but that's that only or, benefits. Or maybe that only benefits Kelsey. Or maybe he felt like at that moment it was knee jerk. And that may that that's that fine. might be a yeah. knee jerk. That might it might have been a knee jerk reaction. And, and I respect that. Like that's hard. I'm sure it's hard. Or another another scenario could be that Howie probably said, "Hey, wait a minute, give it a couple weeks." Make don't sure. Make sure yeah, you know. Yeah, give yeah. it a couple weeks. It could have been that. I get all that. I, I really do. And listen, I. I I think he's earned the right to have this time, like the time between the season ended to now to make this decision. I'm just saying if the new league year starts in a couple weeks, yeah, I, we I, to, yeah, we need to know. I got to know if I'm Howie. All right, 215-592-9494. Lots to discuss here, including the Phillies. Keep talking about winning the World Series in February. I love it. Kyle thinks it's crazy talk. But, Hugh, there's a new layer here to the Hassan Reddick We got some more layers like yeah, an onion. Like got, an onion. It is like an onion. The more you peel it, or chop it, and maybe the more you cry. That's what Kyle's doing because he thinks this guy needs to be here. Um, all right, report. Multiple teams have shown interest in Hassan Reddick. This is from Pro Football Talk. But, Hugh, this is the interesting part. Uh, so the report, it kind of includes yesterday's report. Multiple teams have have uh, reached out to the Eagles. But, Hugh, the end of this Pro Football Talk article. You ready for this? Yes. Quote, the Eagles can save $10.1 million after taking a $5.7 million dead money hit by releasing Reddick with a post-first June designation if they don't trade him. So you know what my read on that is? They might, they might cut. Well, my read on that is, is how he doesn't like the offers he's getting. And he's telling teams, if you don't give me what I want, I'll just cut him. Yeah. I mean, and plus you talk about saving money. Like there's a lot. Of, it, and it also plays into what Howie didn't say the other day. Because this is a fluid situation. And if teams are willing to, like, if he's out there on the free agent market, if he gets cut, that's probably better for Hassan, too. It is, but it's worse for the team that wants him. Like, if you're the Texans, if you trade for him, he's yours. Yeah. If he gets cut, you got to compete with People all to everybody the else. Yeah, it's a little different scenario. So, yeah, he's that's that's pretty smart on Howie's part, if that's the case. You know, if you get a chance to save $10 million. Well, yeah, and that would be with a June uh, post June 1st cut. That that's just That's the first time anyone's thrown out the idea that they would cut him. Right, like it's been, well, they'll trade him or they'll bring him back or they'll make a pay on the last year of his deal. Now we have an extra layer to it, which is they could cut him. That would be that'd be a big one. I mean, I know that Kyle, one, that is Kyle not Kyle might, happy. yeah, we might not keep saying Kyle well, for a couple days. Why would you be happy about that? Why would anybody be happy about happy. cutting us on Reddick? Well, well, yeah, but you're saying Kyle wouldn't be happy about that. Why would well, well, you? you? Well, you're the most well, upset I, I think, about all I this. think how I'm looking at well, it. Well, I would Kyle rather trade you... him for. Uh, Anything than right. cut him. The worst case scenario is cutting us on Reddick. No one in Philadelphia should be happy about right. cutting us on Reddick. I'm about to get yelled at, I know. But Go for it. But, but, but what I'm about to say, Kyle. Don't but, you dare. <laughs> wait a minute. You get uh, the, about you playing the young guys. I know. $10 million. You're going to save, and you could use that money to get another well, player. So you mean to hopefully get a guy that's as good as Hassan Reddick? <laughs> I think. I think that we have one of the guys that could possibly be. Oh, dude, one. get real, Nolan Smith. You're going to say Nolan Smith? Yeah, I think. <laughs> See, I knew this was coming. Well, how we how we might agree with you on this? And the way how we're talking him to up. Give the man a chance, man. With Vic Fangio, is See, this I think a daycare center or is this another agent? I feel, I feel like you. y'all. I think y'all downplaying the importance of Vic Fangio being here well, he's not and a what this man has done. In the NFL. But he's going off the deep end, dude. But with, I am not. With real talent, though. 
I think I think Nolan Smith. No, is he might be real talented. <laughs> Keely Ringo, I'm not sure about this that. Is getting, I think Keely this is, is talented. Crazy. I think Keely is talented. You're so dug in to the young guys thing. You're willing to cut Hassan Reddick. I did, the listen, best player on the defense, Hugh. Hassan Reddick is, is cutting himself because Hassan Reddick wants to get paid, which I do not have a problem with. Don't have a problem with him wanting to get paid. But if we're in a strategic move to help us save some money and get better, I'm okay with that, All too. All I know is this. Every t- every part of this tells me he's not here next year. We go from how are we talking up the young guys. They obviously don't want to give him the money he wants. And now we get stories out there they could just cut him to save some money. This this, this island feels so lonely right about now. The young, what, was, what, is, what do you call lonely, it? The lo- lonely island Lonely right island. <laughs> Play the young guys with Hugh Douglas. All right, 215-592-9490. If we come back, Joel Embiid on his timeline to return and if his decision to return would be affected by how the team is playing, we'll let you hear about that. And a movement we have to stop in this city before it starts. We cannot allow this to happen. Plus all your phone calls on the Phillies with the World Series talk. And, of course, here, the Eagles of Jason Kelsey, should they give him a hard deadline to make his decision? I say yes. We'll discuss it all. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Joe, are you going to come back this this season? Uh, that's the plan. Uh, obviously, everything has to go right. Uh, you know, as far as you know, getting healthy and being as close as um, yeah, as I'm supposed to be. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. What's the, is there? What's the timeline if everything goes right? Um, I mean, there's there's really no timeline. Um, like it all depends on you can never tell how the body reacts, um, especially once you start ramping up. Um, so I mean, it all depends on how it feels and um, 
and if it feels great, then uh, that's good. And if it doesn't feel like it's right, then you gotta, you know, you gotta keep going. Joel Embiid at Sixers practice asked about his chance of coming back. He still said no timeline there, which I don't know. I mean, I know he. It seems like he really wants to come back, but the fact that there is no timeline, like there is a timeline. The season is going to dictate this, right? Like, yeah. you know, he his body can only heal at a certain rate. Obviously, it's at everyone's hands. But the Sixers, like the season, doesn't last until June unless they make it till June. So he only has a certain amount of time if he can make it. What are we thinking about? Uh... In the March, well, they, that, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, he said there's no timeline. Well, well, I, well I, <clears throat> the reason why I say that, Joe, because I'm I'm trying to figure out the timeline from the, when he had the surgery to now, because that that's like I'm not a doctor, but I've had some a knee injury before, and it's like it takes like at least six weeks to heal from from whatever he had, and I think that the technology nowadays is it's it's a lot, it's a lot more. It's not it's not evasive. What is it? is evasive or non-evasive? I think you want less evasive. Evasive, evasive. Yeah, yeah, evasive. Yeah. Less evasive. Don't surgery. don't cut that off, Kyle. Don't do that. And uh, I think that's what he had. So it's one of those things where, you know, it's it's his his rehab and him healing. He also has had multiple surgeries on this knee, though, which that's got to. Yeah, that probably would that would probably yeah. set him back a little bit. But I'm thinking that, like we like we said, the beginning of the playoffs, a couple weeks before the playoffs start or something like that. So, That's what I was thinking. But here's the issue with the beginning of the playoffs. Th- their playoffs could last two days. If yeah, they're, they're in the play-in, it's yeah, a, you know, yeah. they could be out. Now, if he's back for that, obviously it would give them a greater chance to win. I don't know if there's any like real like callback or comparison you can make to – like I, I, I know you uh, had whatever knee surgery and your playing career, Hugh. You're also not seven-foot. Yes, yeah, constantly different. jumping on it, and you know what I mean. Like true, I, you true have story. to sort of factor that in. I think I'm and not I, a doctor, but, but from what what we were told, this is a clean. This was a cleanup. Yeah, I don't believe the Sixers. You don't no. see that? No, no they. That's I the mean, problem. they they have not for years. For years, they don't tell you the whole truth with injuries. They and this just has don't. been pretty vague. This whole description of everything that was going on, it has been pretty vague. No yeah. question about that. I I don't know. I mean, I my gut is he will try, and he probably will run himself out there for a play-in game against whoever. He talked a little bit more about why, you know, this whole timeline is the way it is and, and why he's going to push himself to come back. My question to you is, but why come back? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, after an injury like this, some people may say, you know what? Let me just rest up for next well, year. Um, the same reason why I was pushing uh, the, you know, the last couple of games. I, I just love playing basketball. I want to be on the floor as much as possible. Um, I only have about 20 years to do this. So any chances that I get, I want to be on the floor. So it doesn't matter where we are. Um, I don't know, four, five, three, um, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, doesn't really matter where we are. Uh, just want to play as much as we can and you know try to help us. So Hugh, he sounded like he answered the question that I think some people have in their mind. If they're in the play-in, would he come back for that? Right. Mm-hmm. That's not really the playoffs it's not a series it's like a game or two to try to establish a spot in the playoffs he said it doesn't matter where they are so that tells me if he's capable of playing he's, he's going to play he's going to play and that's what you want man I mean that, that's all you can ask for and that's why it was the, for me it, like you it's never opportune to have an injury but the injury timing for him was good because now it gives him a chance to rest heal up and get ready for the playoffs and, you know, we don't have the burden of, of him trying to go for the MVP or anything like that because that's, that was out of the questions by the, by the as many games as he's missed so far. Yeah, I mean, this people might not agree with me on this, and I, I appreciate that he wants to play. If they fall to the eighth seed and they're in the, the play-in, I wouldn't play him. 
You don't? Why not? Because they're they're not winning. Chip in the chair. No. Chip in the chair. Joe. No. He, he, there's a, like, who was the playing team last year that went deep? They, was it Miami? But they didn't win it. Yeah, but they were they went I know, deep. Though. I know. I think that's rare. I, I I just think in the NBA they did that kind of twice. Didn't they do that in the bubble too? The bubble um, team went kind of deep. They weren't quite that low of a seed, but yeah, they went to the finals in the yeah. bubble. But I just in the NBA, if you're not a top three seed, you don't win the title. It's just it's very rare that happens. So I mean, if it's, that's just me. I mean, I, he's going to play, and and that's fine. I'm not going to tell him not to. I just I don't see the point if they're the eight seed. Did you see your, did you see your history talk on the? Yeah, you did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw you were on the phone, so I decided to throw it out there. Yeah. But get mad. Yep. <laughs> Uh, if you're not a top three seed in the NBA, you don't win the title. Well, historically, but that doesn't matter because no one, none of those teams have had Joel Embiid, who was injured and you know sort of sinking or trying to stay afloat while he was injured, and then getting him back. Like every scenario is different. I, I can't agree. stress this enough. And the team here is not good enough around them. I mean, that that's my scenario right now. They barely could win a game without him. Okay, but like, but we have seen enough of Joel Embiid with this team to know what the difference is when he's actually on the court. They can win and kick ass with him. Well, that's assuming he's that Joel Embiid that he was two months ago. Is he going to be that late off March? The surgery? You get April, the playoffs are April fourteenth, mm, uh, right around there. Yeah, I think the thirteenth, fourteenth, right with the play-in games. Two week ramp up by the second round of the playoffs. We get prime healthy prime, Joel Embiid in shape. In all the second that round. stuff. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, let's go to the phones here. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine for Rob Zadelko. Hey, Rob. Joe, you, what's up, boys? Hey, what's Rob. You, you, I'm about to have a hot take here. Dan, I'm comparing Bryce Harper to T.O., all right? Okay, I can't wait to hear it. I'm going to end with that. Let me, let me start off with the, with the Phillies. Joe, you know what? Damn right I want them talking World Series. You know what? If they break my heart in the end, Joe, you know what's going to happen? I'll complain, and you know what? And I'll be back next year. And I want I want them to talk World Series again, Rob. I and, love it. I, I just I feel like they are so focused on the prize right now. And the and the last couple of years, I mean, obviously two years ago they were just trying to make the playoffs for the first time in a long time. And then last year, I just didn't feel that focus from day one. And that's what I want you. I want listen. That's what it is about being a Philadelphia sports fan. If I get my heart broken, I'll complain, and you know what? And then you know what? After some time goes by, I'll be right back next year watching them again. Support them again and want them to talk championship again. So absolutely, go big or go home. I don't want no middle ground. Speaking into existence, that man, is right, Rob. Speaking I love that, existence. Rob. What are you, you thinking? Love- what are you thinking on Kelsey? Give him a deadline. Absolutely, I want a deadline. Let's go. I want a deadline just because it just helps everybody out. It helps the organization out. It helps the team out. It helps them making decisions. It helps young guys get ready. Whatever it is, I don't think there's anything wrong. With giving him a deadline. Now, now here's my hot take. You ready, Hugh? Oh, yeah, I'm listening. Let's go. You ready? I'm, I'm gonna, okay. What's the difference? Now, when you cut it down to the core, guys, okay, get, get all, the, all the stuff away. You know, the, the push-ups in the, in the, or the sit-ups, wherever it was, in the, in the driveway, ordering pizzas for everybody. What did T.O. want? He wanted a new contract, right? He wanted more, more, more money. More money, yeah. yep. Right? More money. Now, Bryce Harper is not saying he wants a new contract, but Bryce Harper wants what? More money. More money. Now, now I know he's not going to be a distraction as far as doing the antics and everything like that. That's why I said strip all that other stuff away. They're basically, like, he, how's he much different than T.O.? Right? Am I, am I wrong? Is this, like, out of... Just like well, here's how I think close? it's similar. It, it's they're it's o- definitely similar. Yeah, they're obviously different personalities. But it's just the way that they're going about it. Yeah, Rob, the similarity is they signed a long-term contract, and then within that contract, they don't like it anymore, and they want more money. And, and that's my point. Is like we ripped T.O. Now, I know that other stuff had, had probably stuff to do with it. But you know what? I'm ripping Bryce Harper. I think it's a joke. I, there's no way in the world I would give him more money because I don't think it's any different than what T.O. wanted. But you know what? doesn't mean I don't like the guy, Joe. 
doesn't mean I don't want him to do well because he's going to be here for another eight years. I want to win championships. But I just don't think it's that much different, guys, when you cut it to the core, that they both wanted money. And T.O., you know, I guess because he kind of has that history, you know, he gets ripped for it. But to me, Bryce Harper ain't much different than what T.O. was trying to do. Yeah, really, the difference honest. is the approach, right? That's, and the Rob, presentation. Yeah, and Rob, we appreciate it, man. The difference is the approach, right? Bryce Harper says, I want to die in a Phillies jersey. T.O.'s doing, you know, sit-ups in a yeah, driveway. Yeah, and he endeared himself to the city. And it, it's all about the way you sell it, man. And, and, and the presentation and the way that Bryce Harper went about it, it's a little bit easier to digest as opposed to the way T.O. went about it. You know, and it's a lot that, like, a lot of this, a lot of times, situations like this, Joe, they play out in the public. You know, the public sentiment either goes one way or another. Like initially, I feel like initially it felt like the public sentiment was for Bryce Harper. But I think as we went through this and, and got through it a little bit more, then it started to change a little bit. And that's probably why one of the reasons you ain't heard a whole lot about it. It has quieted down. It, there is kind of an odd similarity between Bryce and T.O. Not, not personality, but like they both came and they changed the team. In a significant way. They're mm-hmm. both great players. They both want more money. Um, but obviously their personalities are way different. And But the other thing they both did is they came back from injury fast. Like significant Phenomenal. injury fast and yes. played their butts off. There is something similar. Like they're, they're two of the greatest players that Philadelphia's ever brought in from outside. Right? You know, T.O., and 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 Bryce Harper. Like if you make a list of like the ten greatest imports to Philadelphia sports that weren't drafted here to begin with, they're on that list. So I don't I don't think Rob's comparison is crazy. It's just Bryce obviously Bryce is as good at kind of pushing what he wants to say to the media to the fans as anyone I've ever seen. It's like he's per he's usually perfect at it. Mm-hmm. And then this may have been his a first misstep. Uh, Would you call it a little bit of a uh, miss? Yeah, misstep. Yeah, I think. Got it. Yeah, I think he's annoyed some people with this. Not that people don't like him anymore. It's obviously he's he's the most popular player in Philadelphia without question. But I do think yeah, this 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 thing pushed people buttons a little bit the wrong way. Tony's in Middletown. What's up, Tony? Tone. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, so uh, you you mentioned you went to uh, Central State. That was a surprise to me. I didn't know. Um, did you play with the late great wide receiver Robert Jackson? Robert Jackson? No, I didn't. I don't oh, think I did. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he was there two years. He, he, he graduated in '86. He probably graduated '89 uh, from high school. So I thought y'all were there at the same time. No, I was in '90. '90 uh, in high school. No, I wasn't there. He oh, '90, '90. Oh, yeah. Okay, I saw '71 as your birthday. Anyway. So um, just two quick things, one on Bryce Harper since you just brought it up, and then one on the uh, on Philly. So Bryce Harper, I, I can't believe a dude making all that, all them millions is tripping off a couple more dollars. I mean, he doesn't have a invest, you know, an investment advisor that can't can't make him a couple couple million on some trades. I mean, that's to me that's insane when when people making multiple millions and are tripping over contract money and they can't make this money with a financial advisor or you know some kind of someone that knows how to trade stocks. I mean, or you know even crypto now. But um, that, that's, it's just crypto, crazy. Crypto crazy. still a thing? But on, I don't know. I'm not a crypto guy. I don't know I'm, if you know I've that. never gotten a crypto. You a crypto guy, Tony? Oh, yeah, most definitely. It, it's blowing up right now, too. It uh, is, you know, bull, the bull is running again. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, that's good. All right, Tony, what do you think about the Phillies talking about the World Series in February? Yeah, I mean, in a world where we hate cliches, it, it's refreshing. You know, they're, they're saying, you know, you don't want to hear the, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to take it day by day, blah, blah, blah. That's the cliche stuff. They're coming out with some new stuff saying, look, we want it all, and we're going to get it. So that hey, I, I like it. You know, what I'm, I'm not a Phillies fan, and I like I like hearing I like hearing that positivity. Tony, I think it's the best thing that anyone said around here in a long time. Tony, good phone call. I I love it. I'd love that they're not running from this. This is the whole point of the season. 
Not nothing. No one's going to care in ten years how many games they won this year. Whether it's ninety four, whether it's eighty nine. What could you? Does anyone know how many games the teams that recently have won the World Series won? Because the regular season is just a build up to get to the playoffs to to be in the playoffs. And I like that they're focused on the prize now. Yeah, and the way that they've been going, and the way that they've trended over the last couple of years, it, it's safe to say that they're going to be one of the playoff teams. And that their goal is to actually win it because I think that that goes without saying the way that they played last year, the fact that they had a power outage last year, and they were still able to get into the playoffs. So I think that they feel like with with Bryce Harper being healthy, Trey Turner being back in the lineup and, and doing Trey Turner things, which we think he's going to do, that this is not going to be an issue. That's why I, I, I'm okay with it. And plus, you always got to speak what you want into existence. Like I want a house. I need to start talking about it a little bit more though, so you can speak it into existence. So I, I guess where I'm coming from here is like, don't mistake this for me being, I, I love that they have confidence. And I saw somebody made the comparison to Jimmy Rollins saying the Phillies are the team to beat, team to beat yeah. in the NL. That's a, that's still a little bit different for me. Like he, exuding confidence and talking about the World Series in February is, is are, are two completely different things. And by the way, the goal basically that Jimmy Rollins set wasn't really, we're going to win the division. This and that. He just said, we're the team to beat. Like that's enough like swagger confidence whatever i'm i'm cool with that for the leader of the team to be saying it's the fact that every single player is only talking about the world series this world series that like and i know you we we all think it's a foregone conclusion they're going to make the playoffs it's really not though like it never really is it's It's a high likelihood but not a foregone like but what if they don't then it's like this is so embarrassing if they don't even make the playoffs. See, I'm not worried about that, how it could go wrong. Like, I think that you're worried like they could have egg on their face at the end. Like You mentioned the Mets thing, I'm right? surprised that you're not worried about what could go wrong. No, well, I mean, I, I know what could go wrong, but saying it's not going to change anything. Right? Like, uh, here, Here's something interesting, though, that I think is kind of ironic. You said someone brought up the idea that it's kind of like J-Roll, right? 2007 saying we're the team to beat. So I just pulled this up. Um, 2007 preseason odds to win the World Series because that is an interesting comparison, okay? In two th- now, he said that in 07, right? Before 07. Now, they didn't win the World Series that year. Obviously, they won it in 08, but they won the division. Ended up winning 07. the division. Yeah, that Dramatic was the- fashion. Yes, the last the day. The Phillies' odds to win the World Series preseason February of 2007 was 15 to 1. Do you know what their odds right now today on FanDuel to win the World Series? Is it 15 to it's 1? It's 15 to 1. That's great. You know what? I like that. That, that makes me like this That's even history. more. It, exactly. It was some history. It's something. It, it's, I don't know what it is, but it's I something. I hate history. It's a coincidence. <laughs> it's a fun coincidence. No, I, I hate math. Like math. I don't like that math. I thought we were good at math on this show. No, no. The, those, the, the, those, the, those, those, yeah, that, grammar is what we're good at on yeah, this that, show. That, we're great at grammar. All right. Let's go to Darren at South Florida. What's up, Darren? What's up, Joe? What's up, you? What's hey, up, Darren? man? How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. I had a hypothetical trade, and then whoever calls speaking about Bryce Harper and T.O., my guy, I put a damper on it. Let's just state this, right? T.O. almost won, almost broke the receiving record with only playing 14 games that year, correct? He was a great player. Q, you being a football player, in your mind, you're, did T.O. outperform that contract he was? Yes or no? Yes, he did. Okay. Bryce Harper is the 46th overall paid player in baseball currently. Is Bryce Harper only the 47th best player in baseball, or is he a top 10 player? He's a top 10 player. Top, top 11. Right, so why he's we, 11. He was ranked 11, but we, yeah. I think he's I mean, top 10. That, was a load of, that list was <laughs> New York and Atlanta biased because there's no way Acuna is the best player in baseball. You can go fly a kite if that's your belief. But um, this notion that it's wrong to ask for, like people ask for race every day at their job regardless of what their salary is. Now, yes, it's a bad look, 
but you're still entitled to believe, ask for what you believe in, though, of the old allergy, closed mouth don't get fed, correct? Closed mouth don't so get what's fed, the harm though. in asking? Well, there's nothing, There's no harm in asking. I wouldn't do it. He has eight years left, but I mean, there's no again, harm in doing it. you're not him. You're not him, and you're not outperforming No, no, no. I mean, I, I wouldn't do it if I were the Phillies. I would say no. True, and that's what they can say. But if he doesn't ask, you never know. Like, I, like, I agree, yeah. and, and And to, the, to that point, they did kind of put him in a position where he, he felt comfortable asking. By the way, they were exactly. talking about. You want to be mad at anybody for this? Get mad at Philly's management for putting him comfortable. If they had cut this at the knees, no, we don't renegotiate contracts until they're uh, until you have one or two years left. There's no discussion. At the end of the day, Bryce Harper has outperformed that contract. So, do I? Would I wish he'd won a World Series or two before we're talking about it? Absolutely. But I'm not mad at the man who's outperformed and is the 46th best, 40 post highest player paid in baseball, wanting to be played what he is worth. At the end of the day, every man wants to be paid what they feel they're worth. Well, that's for sure. Darren, what are you thinking? I, I, I'm going to guess you like this Phillies World Series talk. I love it. What are you thinking about it? I have a trade, too, before you let me go. But let me state this. There is nothing wrong. I want – why not pound your chance? Because at the end of the day, like your producers I'm, – I'm sorry I'm bad with names, but your producer said this. It's not a foregone conclusion. You're right. It's not a foregone conclusion, but it would have to go drastically wrong. And let's just be honest. Who wants to put bad vibes in there? Yes, we're going to win the division. We're not going to. We're not saying we're going to win the division. We're saying we're going to the playoffs. That's a foregone conclusion. Honestly, there. Like, I mean, there would have to be a couple of things that went wrong drastically for that. Not yeah, that like correct. Wheeler and Nola would have to yeah, be out and, for like and, you know a long and, time. And a lot of would have to blow his elbow. Right. Like, there's 106 things that would have to go wrong for that. We're the Phillies are probably the eighth best team in baseball on paper. They're probably better if everything's clicking. So let's not go for that. And then I have a trade for you guys, and I want your opinion. What do you got? I'm trading Hassan Reddick to Kansas City for Snead and a second and third round pick. Is that too much or fair in your opinion? I'll listen to the answer. Uh, oh, Darren, I would do that. What'd you say, Hassan Reddick for what? A so second. He, he's trading Reddick to Kansas City and getting back Snead and a second and third round pick. But you still got to sign Snead, though. Oh, I I would drive Hassan Reddick to Kansas City for that. No, deal. I'm saying, but you still got to sign him though. So it, sure, that money. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I I, I can roll with that. Kyle, I mean, you've uh, you have been famously against most potential ideas for Reddick trades. No, like okay, hold wait, on. hold on. You wouldn't trade him for Snead a two and a three? No, because then you have to pay Snead. Right, like but, I would rather Snead's, just pay Reddick. Snead's a better player. No, he's not. I think he's a better player. Hassan Reddick is at a more valuable position, which automatically makes him a better player than Lejarius Snead. Having Hassan Reddick here gives us a better chance of winning the Super Bowl next year than Lejarius Snead and a couple seconds. I do. disagree with that. I would do, I would do that. All right. Um, here is something else I disagree with. And once in a while, once in a while, we have to put our foot down as a show. I will speak. I don't know if anyone's brought this up yet, so I'll, I'll start speaking for the station on this. If I missed it this morning, maybe Joe and John brought this up, but. We got to address something. What happened? As a city. Okay. So uh, there was a tweet that was going around last night. Got some pretty <laughs> significant traction here. Okay. And the, uh, the here's the body of it. Sixers fans. It's got some red exclamation points there to get everyone's attention. Okay. We are going to organize a Tobias Harris standing ovation for the next home game Friday at 7 p.m. against the Hornets. Cheer as loud as you can, as you can on his opening introduction every time he touches the ball. And each time he checks in, checks in, we need our assassin score this is a joke quite frankly we're no there's no on this one i went along with the trey turner thing and as much as i was frustrated with trey's play i recognized then i didn't think there was much of a downside to that particular situation he was going to be here for 10 more years Phillies really needed him to play well and luckily for everyone he turned it around after that 
This guy's got 122 days, and you know I'm counting this thing down. He's got 122 days left in this contract. What is the point of this? Well, we're trying to make him make him play better so we can get to the playoffs. No, but he, here's the difference. You stuttered. He, he, he does not like my analogy. He's very naive of you. He <laughs> stinks. Trey was at least Trey had a track record of excellence. Tobias Harris is an average well, player. Well, granted, he since he's come back from injury and he was a little sick, he's been on a slump. The way you just looked at me, Joe, I wish people could actually see like the level of thoroughly irritated. A slump, you. <laughs> this guy's unplayable right now. Man, been a slump for like no, five years. Listen, and 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 Coach Nurse tried his damnedest when he was asked a question about him the other day to try to save him and talk about everybody needs to play better. You know, because you don't want to single anybody out. Like, I, I firmly believe that there's an opportunity for us to to help him out just a little bit. And listen, th- it started with Trey Turner, so why I got to stop there? You know it's not going to stop. No, no, eventually we need to come. Uh, uh, no, it's too late. We're, no, like, no, no, no. Everybody no. needs to change, man. <clears throat> and we need to work against the negative, the negative vibes that, People feel like you ever hear too much of a good thing. This would be it. This would, yeah, we've it's gone. You're, well, I can you're see saying you're for this. I'm saying I'm like clapping for him, that's but not every that's, time he that's touches. That's because something. he's a Tobias Harris guy. This we, we've getting, established this. Uh, what a human. <laughs> I have thoroughly disappointed. We have lost my co host and my producer today with my taste. No, I'm, ag- I'm totally against this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I am thoroughly, I'm sorry if I disappointed today, but uh, this is what I'm, what I'm feeling. There is one thing about this that has me undo the fact that it could possibly, like, actually be a joke. That last line about we need our assassin score back. No one believes that. Like, no one actually thinks that. And that could be, like, a dig at, it was it was his father that called him an assassin, or was it Dr. Yeah, J? Yeah, is that, well, it's Dr. J said put him in the raft. Yeah, one of the delusional Tobias Harris morons that said that he was an assassin <laughs> yeah, like, scorer. Get, get put him in the rafters <laughs> is one of the most ridiculous things that it has really ever is. been said it is. by it, anyone. It's almost enough for me to want to take him down from the rafters. <laughs> Please, just no standing ovation for Tobias. Last I'm just going to say I warned everybody about this. I so, did. All right, who are we blaming? Jack? All of us? The whole city? Yeah, I, I'm good with blaming Jack. All right, we'll blame yep. Jack. If Tobias gets this ovation tomorrow night, that, that's on Jack. But listen, everybody, let's let's not go here. Not for Tobias Harris. 215-592-949. We'll come back at all your phone calls. Kelsey, should they put a hard deadline on his decision? And how do you feel about the Phillies in February with the World Series Talk Plus? we got to open an investigation on one of our own. That's later. All your calls next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.